Welcome to Paper Cuts. I'm your host, Christopher Cardenvicus, and in this episode, I'm talking with Hyojun Jo from Corner Studio in Seoul. This spring, I've been fortunate to be teaching in Korea, and this has allowed me to spend some time in Seoul and to get to know Hyojun a bit more. I met Hyojun first at the Yan Van Eyck in Maastricht during the 2018 Magical Riso Weekend Long Conference. Since then, I've had the honor of interviewing Hyojun for the recent 2020 edition of Magical Riso Online, and he recently spoke to my printmaking students over Zoom, talking about his history with design and printmaking. The interview you're about to listen to is the first time I've been able to see both the Corners print studio and their new exhibition space, CC, in person. It was a really fun afternoon in Seoul between the two spaces, but also incredibly rainy and incredibly wet. Throughout this interview, you'll hear the storm and you will definitely hear the raindrops rapidly bouncing off of the window unit air conditioner. So my apologies in advance for some of the background noise. With the pandemic changing so much of how we interact over the last year plus, I was so happy to be able to meet with Gojun at the CC exhibition space and talking in person with him to learn more about his work and how Corners got started. This is my first in-person Paper Cuts interview uh, in over a year. So without further ado, here is the wonderful Gojun Jo. This is Hyojun, and you're listening to Paper Cuts. Thanks, Hyojun. Thank you so much for <laughs> inviting me over here uh, to Corner's second space to talk to you a little bit for, for Paper Cuts. Um, I guess just to, to start things off, where where are we exactly? We are in the middle of Uljiro, which is the um, um, printing specific area where you can do all the printing and making stuff in Seoul and this we call this space CC and it's the, our second space where we do like exhibit our books and prints and yeah <laughs> and CC is actually not far from corners the print studio either right yeah, it only takes five minutes by work, and yeah, we choose this space because it's closer closer to our space, and also, um, I just we just want to show that this printing area can have I don't know exhibition space, and you know just by come to this area, then people can see the atmosphere of this printing industry and. Yeah. Yeah, this is my maybe second weekend that I've spent in Seoul walking around and I was unaware as to where a like printer's specific like industry space was. So coming here to visit you and to see the space and recognizing that there was a lot of printers in this neighborhood, suddenly things made a lot more sense and you were even saying that uh, a lot of the finishing for the books that you print at corners a few blocks away you actually bring to the people around here to do things like trim the paper and get things bound right yeah yeah we in the studio we only have printing machines and yeah we we 
you know, we ask other people to do the finishing and binding. And yeah, so we are lucky to have this kind of area and ask people to do other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's good because you can then focus a little bit on, on the things that Corners does. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yes. And this space, again, how, how long has this space been open for? This space? Um, we opened like a month ago and we just finished our first exhibition with Chuyong and yeah, so it's only a month ago. Yeah. And yeah, we're gonna do other another exhibition soon, um, 5th of May. And it's gonna be about stencil printing and paper. So yeah, stay tuned if you <laughs> know the Instagram ID is cc.corners. So yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really excited for this. I'm glad to be here for the first exhibit as this is closing down and I'll I'll miss the opening for the next one, but I will be here to see it at some point during the run of the show. Um, but this work, I would like to talk about this a little bit as we're moving through here, because everything at first glance looks like watercolors. Um, it took me a second to really realize that these were Riso prints, even though I should have known concerning uh, knowing what Corners does and that you focus on Riso printing. Can you tell us a little bit about this artist and how you got introduced to them? Um, actually, my um, colleague, Suhyun, she, she did all the contract and she really liked this artist and she contacted the artist and she asked, uh, maybe we can, if you want to make a look together, we can make it. And, um, but Suhyun, uh, left our studio <laughs> after the uh, making this event. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was her last project in corners. And but yeah, but but we saw um, Ju Young's work on the bookshop called Your Mind, which is an independent bookstore in Seoul. Um, they opened the store like uh, like like um, ten years ago, and it's uh, one of the one of the biggest and nicest um, bookstore, small bookstore in Seoul. And we saw her her book, which is a pop-up book um, showing the um, making um, some pasta sauce. And it's a pop-up book. And the, I really like the style of illustration using colors and lines. And yeah, that's how we find her work. And is she based in Seoul? She's based in Germany. Um, Leipzig. I don't know if I pronounced right, but yeah, she's based in Germany and also Korea. So she works as a designer and artist and illustration illustrators. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, the work itself is beautiful. So I hope that, uh, Everyone's happy with how this show came together, and you also published one of her books. Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit about what that book uh, project is? So we proposed her if we can make book together, and she said, "Oh, there's one topic that I that that I want to um, work on, and which was the exercise." 
So in the book, there's a bunch of uh, people come to the hill and doing exercise and and so that's why there's lots of green and sky color and pastel color and she already did lots of um, research project with other research studio and so so she knew how to separate colors and how she knew how to work um, to produce research print so it was really um, I didn't print but I, I, I guess it was pretty much easier than than working with other artists yeah yeah I mean the the prints look amazing and it's great to see all these figures in space uh, performing different different motions with like slightly elongated limbs uh, in this kind of soft application of color and it looks like a lot of the prints are actually enlarged versions from the the pages of the book yeah, correct that's right, that's right. Um, we choose we try to um, cut some frames which showing the um, like movement so as you can see the left one there's there's a couple who bent their knee on on the right and here you can see some movement there so we kind of installate the print using the body of exercise <laughs> and I I don't know, it, one of the nice things about being here in this space and seeing the show is that this also articulates one of the things that Corners does. You as a printer, a designer, um, and a publisher, and exhibition space. So Corners does a lot of, of work. Is, did I cover everything, all the tasks that you all do? Yeah, pretty much. Very much, but we, I don't know, we are not like professional um, publisher or professional printer, which is, um, which is like to do such a things. So, yeah, but we do, I think we do quite diff different stuff together, yeah, in, in the same time. And with this being the first exhibition space, you do have a history of publishing books uh, that has, has been going on for how long? How long have you been publishing? Uh, we start Corners in 2012 and and um, yeah, first we wanted to make a book together, me and Daeung, who's uh, another co-founder of Corners and um, it was about certain corner, like like a uh, fruit corner in the market or like, um, I'll say food corner in department store, the kind of stuff. But yeah, this, so the book is our purpose of making studio. And yeah, since then we, um, we, 
sorry. <laughs> In that time, uh, when we start the studio, there's not, not many people who do who um, does the um, risograph. So we our um, focus was on risograph. So we made three version of risograph guide guidebook, and then then we kind of want to make an illustration book. So we, I don't know, we ask uh, people who we want to work with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a great way to get people yeah. involved in the project, is just to, to pull them in pretty quickly to contribute to this book. Yeah, so since since 2012, we, we've been making yeah, this kind of publications, and it's almost like 10 years now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's quite a long time to be active and to be doing so much so much work, even if, from my understanding, Corners is a design studio primarily. Is that correct? Yeah, we do uh, graphic design work for, for um, small galleries to, like, um, big company and yeah both Daewoong and me um, studied graphic design and animation design so we kind of um, want to do work as a graphic designer so yeah <laughs> um, and Daewoong and you co-founded Corners who else is all involved in the in the project now? Now um, Kyungtae, Sukyong, Chewon, me and Daeyong. So there's five people in total, and we all do um, design and printing in the same time all together. So it's pretty much unorganized, but we try to organize stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do want to step back to that first project for a little bit because it seems like coming together with Daeyoon and putting together a book uh, to like as a call for artists to work with and as a way to get people to know what the risograph process is. Um, but how did how did you discover the riso process or how did you come to it? Yeah, for uh, so we wanted to make a book called Corner and we asked the price of printing to make actual books, the physical books. And so we asked the offset printer to make, to make the book and the price was really expensive. And we, we didn't have money to, you know, to, to produce physical books. And I remembered that there's a risograph printer. And yeah, I, I used, I I remember that I remember that my my university there's a uh, people who did the risograph for the the I forgot the name for for like a catalog or a... yeah catalog of the exhibition okay the school exhibition yeah end of the so year like a thesis show or yeah thesis show yeah so and and I used and I was the one who fold the leaflets 
uh-huh. and there's a lot of inks on my hands. So I was like, what is this print? And they, were, they said, it's a risograph. And okay, there, there's a lot like small print they were using. And, and then I graduate and I went to, sorry, my story is all messed up, but, but I went to um, army. Yeah. And there's a certain time where you can use internet. And I checked the um, manystuff.org, which was kind of um, blog for art and graphic design and architecture. And that, there's, a, there's, there's a blog called Many Stuff. And, and I saw lots of books there. And there's a little credit on, on the, at the end. And, and, and it says what kind of printing method and the, the total pages and stuff. And, and I saw lots of books were made in risograph. So I was like, OK, the, the risograph is kind of getting bigger. And, and then we found that the price of offset printing is much more expensive than we thought. So we looked at on on internet if um, we can find the second-hand risograph machine in Korea. So yeah, but luckily we found one, and it was RP3700. And we bought the machine exactly, not, yeah, almost exactly, almost the same price as the um, offset printing price. So, oh, wow. So we bought the second-hand machine and two drums, medium blue and black. But in the time, we didn't know the, how risograph works. So we bought the machine and we thought, oh, yeah, we can, now we can make like colorful prints. But we only had two, two drums. So we, yeah, so we used um, color papers instead of color inks. And then yeah, it's gradually uh, growing. So we collect all the drums. Yeah, that's wow. how we met the machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I wanted to go back to your personal history a little bit. So you went to school and then you went to the army. How long was the, the tour in the army? Army was um, two, two years. Okay. Yeah. And that was after your undergraduate studies? Yeah. Yeah, university. And where did you study at? Which university again? I studied in uh, Central Saint Martins, and I graduated in two thousand nine or something. Okay. So since buying that your first machine and like figuring everything out, how did you then grow corners to be doing all these different things and be taking on the the clients that you wanted to be working with? So, so um, from 2012 to 2015, we were using um, RP3700. And around 2014 or 15, we went to Tokyo Art Fair. And in the time, we thought, oh, we are kind of <clears throat> good printer, and we're kind of um, not that bad, <laughs> but we, we saw this, this book 
um, from Knust and Extrapool. Mm -hmm. And the book was, they said it's uh, printed on risograph, but the quality and, and, and the feeling was completely different than my print. So we were, I was very curious how they use the machine and how they, you know, um, edit the um, actual files before print. So I checked on YouTube and I checked their website and I really wanted to go the their their space in 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 Netherlands. And in the time, the Jan van Eyck, they opened the first magical riso and. We didn't, I knew there's a event, but I couldn't go there. So F, it was, was it 2015, 14? Yeah, it was uh, the first event. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I married 2015 and my wife is, she's a graphic designer and she like, she also uh, like the risograph print and yeah. also the Dutch graphic design. So we decided to go to Netherlands for our honeymoon and we visited like um, different galleries and Jan van Eyck and Knust and Extrapol to check out like how they use the machine. <laughs> a, a printing honeymoon in the Netherlands sounds really fun. <laughs> it, was, it was fun, it was fun. And, and, and I learned I think I've learned a lot from those um, visiting. So I didn't know like the printing angles and mm -hmm. mixing colors and everything. But, but yeah, there's there were so much things that I can learn um, on printing process, uh, like pre pre press and. Um, LPI and you know little many um, adjustment before printing and after printing. So did you just uh, were you able to just spend time with Knust and with Yo at the end van Eyck and just play around with the machines and learn from them as they were printing? Sorry, what? Uh, when you visited the, the shops in, in the Netherlands, were you able to just work with them as they were printing, or how did you? Uh, mm. Or just like conversing, were they able to show you some tricks, or? Yeah, just by uh, we we didn't work there, but we just by see um, their workspace and their print and just a short conversation, just. You know, I can feel that uh, there's much things that I can learn and that I can improve my painting skill. And then after one year, uh, there was a Magic Riso 2. And, and we were invited to as a, a printer in a workshop. And I met uh, George from Issue Press and Beto from Millimello and you know Jesjit color code print and you know there's they are all expert and yeah and yeah what were you doing can you tell me a little bit more about that workshop uh, Magical Riso two I was not able to go to uh, so there was Magical Riso two was um, 
there is a workshop and after five days workshop um, there was one day of like talk program so in the workshop they invited five printers and five artists from around the world and um, each artist and printer matched together randomly and make prints and at the end they collect all the prints and then made, made a book. Wow. And who were you paired with? Uh, we were working with Sim Simon. He was a um, participant of the Yambanek Academy in the time. Okay. And he just wanted to use the glass, not the computer. But at the end, we had to use computer. <laughs> That's funny. Um, our resographs at school, I only use the glass. We don't have it set up to the computers. So seeing what everyone does with file setups is always really fascinating for me and something that I haven't really been able to play around with because everything just goes right on the glass. Um, after having had used these machines for so long, do you, can you recognize how your approach to design and printing has changed over the years as you've gotten to know the machine? Like, does it reflect backwards on your design practice at all? Mm, very hard question. <laughs> I think um, the printing is already reached the um, maximum level. So there's so many experts who are doing incredible like printing yeah. jobs. But I but I I didn't know that. So as I found um, new skills like color uh, color profiles or um, the screening, FM screening or AM screening kind of stuff. I wanted to use those um, printing process um, on in my design job, mm -hmm. and sometimes with it, the, the printing process help like um, to make design work. Like um, <laughs> it's always hard to explain, but the printing process is <laughs> do you still have some of the same interests as when you were a younger student? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I can imagine that like you were saying going to the Tokyo Art Book Fair and going thinking that you're doing a pretty good job printing and then seeing what everyone else is doing and having to maybe reconsider what you thought you were doing yeah. must have been both um, a very exciting thing and perhaps a little bit of a scary thing simultaneously. Okay. Okay. Um, is that 
desire to then grow your skill set and learn from the larger community around you, I think is like uh, a necessary step in, in growth. And it's great that this printing and uh, this ResoGraph community is, uh, at least in my experience, has been very inviting and welcoming mm -hmm. and wanting to share skills and such. So, yeah, so true. I don't know, I, I'm, I'm personally, I personally see, uh, like to see the new, new stuff and and good stuff <laughs> and better stuff that I did. And if I see some um, nice approach to use risograph machine, I really like that idea and I want to do like the similar stuff. I, I try to do like similar things and yeah. And there's lots of, as I said earlier, there's uh, many different Printing um, technique, yeah, not just risograph, but offset and other printing technique, and and I think I th there's something that we can do more using uh, on the risograph. Yeah, yeah, and you do design work for offset press as well and other applications. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And people, uh, the clients sometimes ask us, uh, "Do you use Risograph for this project?" And but we all always said, "Yeah, only if the content is right for the the the, the, the Risograph, we can use Risograph." But we don't just do Risograph for every project. Yeah. And so, thinking about your next project, at least in this space, it is going to be another exhibition that is largely about like reso and paper stocks and color choices. But you were saying this book was actually compiled, uh, was it a couple years ago that you produced it originally? Yes. And can you tell me a little bit more about that, about that book project and h how it may have changed as you're re-releasing it or redoing it? Okay? I think it'll be okay, we'll just, for those of you who are listening to this in the future, it is raining right now, and <laughs> we are on kind of a busy street, so there is some, some background noise that we'll see if my editing skills can take care of a little bit. Um, yeah, the, the, there's a magazine called Graphic. It's a graphic design magazine um, about graphic design and stuff and the, the 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 issue we participated was um was the paint paper and the the magazine asked us to um, share some story about the paper and risograph printing and and we asked like the other risograph printers around the world like um, something about their using usage of uh, paper and the the re story related the related to the paper they use. And and two years ago, we we are making um, some publication for a paper company, and and we use that 
those interviews on the the publication we work for a paper company and and it was all in Korean mm -hmm. and we asked translator to translate those um, interviews and other essays on English and we are making um, uh, English version of the stencil printing and paper so yeah. that's great um, so of course I do want to also ask just about our present conditions because I am interviewing you here in May of 2021. The pandemic is still happening. Um, and I find it to be rather amazing that Corners was able to expand into this new space in the midst of COVID and everything. And I'm wondering how, how the pandemic over the past year has affected Corners or what, what has changed with how you do your work. Um, I think we are lucky that we didn't. Yeah, there's there's small changes like we we couldn't do uh, um, workshop in person. We we couldn't like um, participate in the book fairs or or physical um, book fairs and stuff. But um, we are lucky that some event is not completely canceled so we could do graphic design work and we also could uh, print for other people so mm, yeah but but one thing is that research Korea they <laughs> they they couldn't sell um, inks yeah. to like church or school because Obviously, church and school is all closed, so they um, decided to raise the price of the ink and other other um, like drums and other stuff. So it's um, it's a tragic, but yeah. Other than that, that's terrible. They're not selling the ink to churches and schools and these large public institutions that would be using machines more regularly. So now they're charging the artists and the designers who rely on the machine in presumably smaller numbers. So sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. The, yeah. So we are thinking like, what if the company decided to not produce the um, all the color inks and stuff, and yeah. how are we gonna survive? And yes. Yeah, so I'm just started to think about those um, situation. Yeah, I can imagine that's a huge concern. Although Corners does do more than just printing, luckily. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but still, we like the the machine and the the printing technique. So, yeah. Um, do you still have the the original machine that you bought to do the first book in twenty twelve? Which machine? The the original machine that you that you bought with the oh, no 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 we. No, but we found that that um, to make like nicer print, you should have two color drum or machine. Yeah. So we got rid of the <laughs> the machine, and yeah, but we in the time we had a uh, like nine drums of 
for the RP. So we had to change all the drums to the new new machines. Oh, wow. So yeah, but yeah, we we don't have the the old machine. And can you tell me a, a bit more about the the corner studio that's just a few blocks away? What uh, what machines do you have? Or yeah, well, let's start there. What machines do you have in the new space? We have um, two MZ nine seventy and one. A2 Riso and for A3 machines we have 20, 25 color drums and for A2 we have seven seven drums. Oh. Yeah. And between the two spaces, um, can, you, can you walk us through like a, what an average day is for you in terms of your work? Are you uh, on a given day, are you who's splitting the time between CC and Corners uh, Studio? We only open CC on weekend, so we spend uh, weekdays on the studio, and I do one day, like Saturday or Sunday, I work in CC or Daeung is working CC. Yeah. I'm sure your weekdays, you're probably juggling a number of different projects, trying to organize everything because on top of the design work and the printing, you're also curating, like you've, you've got a lot of things happening at once. Yes. And, uh, I, and I, and I, and I, yeah, on Monday I, I, I had to go, I have to go to the, um, other area to, to teach a course and is it a workshop or is it a course? Like, are you, have you been teaching throughout the semester? Yeah, semester. Oh, wow. Where at again? It's in Daejeon area, uh -huh. south of Korea and south of Korea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so it's a bit busy these days. Yeah. And with Corners uh, also teaching workshops, I'd like to hear some of your thoughts about education and I guess what you feel is your role as an educator on top of being a designer and a printer? Or what are your thoughts about uh, what you can contribute to education or how printing can contribute to students' education? Um, I, I don't know. I, I personally don't really think about like the hierarchy of the jobs I, I do, but I I like to try new things, so that's why I do. I think I, that's why I do a lot of different stuff. And and for workshop and educating, I I don't think we really educate people. We just show them like the like easy way to um, make print with risograph. You know, people don't really like know. It's, I mean, I think it's really easy machine. Like, if you know the the process, is is nothing. It's like just press the button and yeah. So yeah, just I we kind of um, show them how to make make like layers and separate layers and yeah, just introduce them the way of using Visual Graph. It's still a very important 
lesson for people to learn. Um, it, like simplifying a printing method also allows more people to understand how they can produce images like this. So it's exciting to see that you're opening up this process to potentially so many new people. Uh, after these workshops, do people that have worked with you, do they come back for printing? Um, we didn't count, we didn't like, <laughs> write their name, but I guess, yes, they, some of them, yeah, they come to print their work. Yeah. Cool. Right, so, Hyojun, you are doing 1,000 things, so I'm not going to take up much more of your time. Before I let you go, uh, can you tell us what what more you need to be doing to get, uh, or I guess, let's rephrase this. Um, do you feel like the next show is all ready to go? Are you almost done with the work for this? Mm, I just finished the print, the inner pages. So I, I sent my papers to the binder, so it's gonna be ready by the by the opening and other than that we have to talk about the installations and other like small workshops and, and we're gonna open um, zine market small zine market oh, so cool. where uh, which we collect all the zines from um, art book fairs and visiting so we're gonna show them to the audience and yeah, I hope I can find the time to finish all the other stuff for the for the exhibition. And what uh, what's up next for corners in terms of printing and design projects? Anything you can tell us about? Um, <laughs> I don't know, but first we we we're gonna find like. The way of survive in this pandemic, and um, and yeah, just keep researching and keep study hard on printing and graphic design and to produce better quality or or funner process of way of working and <laughs> stress. Uh, less stress life. Yeah, we're gonna find that. Yeah, I think so too. Again, thank you so much for spending time with me and for opening up the space a little bit. It's been great just to talk to you more and to see more of your books uh, in person. So, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Bye. <laughs>
I use some of these in some